how you doing? I hope you're well. And welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. And today, I want to shed light on values. I recently was speaking at a conference related to social determinants of health and its impact on dialysis patients. And I pointed out the importance of accepting others' values. The example I provided was related to how one values health. See, I was raised by my grandparents, so health was not necessarily at the top of the list. So it was nothing to say you had a headache and their response was, well, child, go lay down. And any other ailment, the medication was not Tylenol or Advil, and definitely you were not going to the doctor. Instead, yep, you guessed it, ginger ale. And as a result, even though I work in healthcare and I do consider myself to be fairly knowledgeable about the importance of preventive care and adherence to diet and medication regimen. I am the first to not take my meds the way I should, and I am the first to skip an appointment. I must have a pain for at least three weeks before I decide that I need to make that initial doctor's appointment. Why? Because of how my family values health. Even my brother, who is 66 years old, has never been to the doctor. And now that I have gotten him Medicare and Medicaid, he still would not go to the doctor. And the reason why, he says... No, if I go, they may find something wrong. If I don't know what's wrong with me, I'm better now than ever. If I, find, if I go to the doctor, they're going to find something wrong, and I'll probably be dead in two weeks. <laughs> so that's just how my family is. They're not big on preventive care. So even though he's been 66, he's never had a prostate exam, never had a colonoscopy, and I don't think I'll ever get him to have one. On the other hand, spirituality was ranked number one in our family. I don't care what ailment you had. I don't care if you worked 16 hours the night before, you still was going to get up and go to church on Sunday. I remember vividly going to the prom and my dad telling me that I could go to the after party, but keep in mind, I still had to get up to go to Sunday school that next morning. So even now, I have to convince myself it is okay to miss a Sunday when I'm truly exhausted because how much our family values spirituality. See, our value system shapes who we are. So it's important to know what they are, and it's important to know if they need to be adjusted. See, as I get older, I realize I need to make some adjustments when it comes to how I value my health. So yes, even during October, as we talk about breast cancer awareness, I realized that I do need to get my mammogram, and I did. I realize that it's important to get that colonoscopy as we get older, and I have, because we do need to take care of our bodies. 
We do need to exercise. We do need to watch our diet. There are so many things that we can do to not only impact the quantity of our life, but we can also improve the quality of our life as well. So can our values change and evolve over time? They should. Because the more we have better understanding of things, the more we can create more balance. But more than anything, I think the more we understand who we are as individuals, we don't allow the restrictions of our values to keep us from not only respecting other people's values and embracing them, but also recognizing when we need to be more flexible and adaptable with our own as well. One of my favorite theologians, Miles Monroe, said, The value of life is not in its duration, but in its donation. You are not important because of how long you live. You are important because of how effective you live. And when I look at that, that is why I think it is so essential that we look at our values. Because the value of life Rest in the values within our life. What do you value? What do you deem important? And is that what you are investing in? Are you investing in your health? Are you investing in your career, in your financial wealth, in your spirituality, in your family? What are you investing in? Is it important for you to have character, to have integrity, to have faith, to have principle? What is it that is important to you? Because as Miles Monroe said, it's not in the duration, but it's in the donation. It's what you're able to give. To me, it's more about the fragrance that we leave behind. It's what am I able to leave for the next generation? So on this break, I want you to think about what are your values that you want to leave for the next generation? What is it that you want to donate? Remembering that it's not the duration, but it's the donation. And I'll be right back right after this break. Welcome back, and let's continue our conversation around values. Your values are the things that you believe are important in the way you live and you work. They should determine your priorities, and deep down, they're probably the measures you use to tell if your life is turning out the way you want it to. When the things you do and the way you behave match your values, life is actually usually good. You're satisfied and you're content. But when these don't align with your personal values, that's when things feel wrong. And this can be a real source of unhappiness. And this is when you truly lack joy. Which is why making a conscious effort to identify your values is so important. When you define your personal values, you discover what's truly important to you. 
And a good way of starting to do this is to look back on your life, to identify when you felt really good and really confident that you were making really good choices. So here are a couple of steps that I found when I did my research. First, identify the times when you were the happiest. Find examples from both your career and your personal life, and this will ensure some balances in your answers. Ask yourself some questions like, what were you doing? Were you with other people and with whom? What other factors contributed to your happiness? And for myself, if I had to give you some examples, it would be when I was in grad school. I was in complete happiness. <laughs> I absolutely loved grad school. Now, I can't tell you everything about grad school was amazing because it was not. Um, the classes were hard. The teachers were hard. But I was challenged, and it was when I truly found who I was as an individual. I knew what I believed in my heart, in my spirit, about my faith. It was when I realized what path I wanted to take as a social worker, like I knew I wanted to take the path of dialysis. And I can't say that I discovered everything there was to know about Felicia, but I definitely had began the journey. The second step is identify the times when you were most proud. Think about the examples from your career and your personal life as well. Why were you proud and did other people share your pride and who and what other factors contributed to your feelings of being proud, right? What was it that was going on at that time? And for me, my proudest moments was when I got my PhD. Now, it wasn't because it was a PhD. It was because I finally got it done, <laughs> It took me so long to get it done. I was just like, you know what? I don't care that it took me forever. I'm just glad that I finished what I started and that from that I learned perseverance. And so that became a defining value for me, that perseverance is key and it's a principle that I still live by. Then another step is identify times when you were most fulfilled and satisfied. What need or desire was fulfilled and how and why did that experience give your life meaning? What other factors contributed to your feelings of fulfillment? And for me, that fulfillment came in my faith. My relationship with God gave me purpose it was like at that moment, I realized why I was created. Why was I formed in my mother's womb? Why was I created for such a time as this? You know, like I knew that I was created for this season and that I had many assignments to complete while I'm here on this earth and I want to complete them all. And I knew that I was going to do that. And so from that, I have fulfillment. And it gives me joy every day that I am working towards that and that it pleases him that I am completing those purposes. And so with that, that's my desire and that's my fulfillment. And so a part of my value is spirituality. 
And so I think the next step is you need to determine your top values. There are so many things you can Google right now, honey. When I Google values, I cannot tell you how many lists you can find. There's about 100 to 200 values out there. Just go through the list. You got tests and surveys, assessments, value assessments that can help you determine which values are your top 10, your top 20, that can help you narrow that down right? So I just encourage you to do that. Take those assessments, figure out what are your top 10, what are your top 20, so that you can begin to prioritize your top values, make the list, and then prioritize them. Why is that so important? Because then you can begin to reaffirm your values. You can begin to ask yourself the questions. Do these values make you feel good about yourself? And are you proud of your top three values? Would you be comfortable and proud to tell your values to people you respect and admire? And do these values represent the things you would support, even if your choice isn't popular and it puts you in the minority? See, those are the things that really matter. Because see, I just feel with all the things that are changing from day to day, we need stability right now. And what can be stable are our values. And I just ask that you take the time over the next couple of weeks as we wrap up this year before you walk into 2023 and start to make your next resolutions and goals. Figure out what is it that you value and begin to make a commitment to that. Why? Because like Miles Monroe said, the value of life is not in its duration, but in its donation. And you are not important because of how long you live, but you are important because of how effective you live. None of us know how many more years or days we have ahead of us, but what we can do is ensure that they are effective, that they are impactful, and that they are meaningful. And it can begin today. Well, that's all I have time for today. And we'll pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode. So please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. And I would love to hear from you, so please join us and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining.